I could resent being here. A lot of women my age would. This job, as they'd see it, would sit on their to-do list, toward the bottom, just below, order food online and clean bathroom. Everything else would get a line satisfyingly struck through it, but this entry would be pushed into next week, maybe even the week after that. A fresh list would be made, and still it would be at the bottom. But visiting my grandmother is honestly the highlight of my week, every week. I look forward to it the way other women look forward to a cocktail or an hour in the bath alone. I love her more than any other person on this planet. Granny Sylvie has outlived Concord and Woolworths, In two hours of chit-chat, we can hop from the first episode of The Archers to the moon landing via the death of Elvis and the Queen's coronation. Even now she'll surprise me. Like the time a couple of months ago when she suggested we play a game of chess. I was aware of the board, tucked in the corner of her sitting room, on an elegant antique table with gently curving legs, but to my shame, I'd always assumed it was my grandfather's and she couldn't bear to part with it. It took her about twelve minutes to beat me. Her mind three moves in the future, mine still warming up. So she might look old, and I say look because I certainly don't think she feels it, but she's razor sharp. Unlikely as it sounds, I have to raise my game for a trip to Granny's. I stand undetected, studying her for a few moments, wondering what scene is playing out behind her resting eyes. She sits, as usual, in her favourite wing-back chair, close to the open fire, its flames dancing in the sparkle of the dragonfly brooch she never gets dressed without. I wonder if instead of staring, I should be rushing to move her backward before the crocheted blanket draped across her lap catches an ember and goes up. Her slim hands, nails beautifully manicured as always, are gripping the wooden arms, but her head is relaxed backward and there is the faintest smile painted across her lips. I wonder where her subconscious has taken her today. Back to the fleeting weeks in post-war Paris when she first met my grandfather? Or perhaps to that hot midsummer afternoon when she married him in a tiny English countryside church? There is a black and white photograph that sits on her mantle of the two of them locked in a kiss. I used to think it was a strange choice to frame. My grandfather's back is to the camera and he is leaning over her slightly, but he always insisted it was his favourite shot of them from the day. Her eyes appealed wide open full of sparkle. She is laughing through the kiss, as if she can't quite believe her luck. I start to silently remove my wool hat and gloves, placing them on a small round trestle table near the sitting room door I've entered through. Despite my best efforts, the jangle of my keys twitches her right eyelid open. It's the only part of her that moves. She's like a poised guard dog, deciding if it needs to bare teeth. Her mouth relaxes into a smile when she sees it's me. It gets deeper, warmer, so by the time I'm at her side, it's like I'm staring into the sun. Lucille, my darling, come and sit with me. Happy birthday.